Hey guys, welcome to the Be Different Podcast. We are your hosts, Brian and Shayla. We are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different. So come hang out with us. We will talk about real life, everyday stuff, things like marriage, parenting, and why doing life together is always the best option. We'll talk about the good times, the stressful times, and the times that you might feel like giving up. You can learn more about our story at anguishhearts.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media and welcome to our community. Grab your popcorn and brownies and join us each week. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. We are your host. I'm Brian. And I'm Shayla. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Be Different Podcast. So glad that you joined us today. If you are a returning listener, thank you for coming back. And if you are new, welcome. You love to welcome new listeners, don't you, Shayla? Yeah, we are so excited that you're here. Um, However you found us, um, maybe somebody texted you and said, hey, check out this podcast. Um, Because we've been asking about that, so that might be one of the um, ways. However you found us, we're just excited for you to to join us. Um, We are husband, wife. We've been married for almost 22 years. We have two children. We live in the Kansas City area, Missouri side. Um, We're just passionate about... um, stories, um, ex- life experiences, um, that are different. Yeah. Right. Bray. Um, our, our heartbeat and passion is, is that when you listen to this podcast, you're, you're changed by the end of it. Maybe it's not an immediate change, but it's something that you can think about and make small changes along the way. You're exactly right. We want you as the listener to be challenged, encouraged, and to chew on it just a little bit to go, hmm. huh, do I, do I agree? Do I disagree? Am I somewhere in the middle? Do I need to make a change, a small si- shift in behavior? Uh, that's Isn't that what podcast listening is all about anyways? Yeah. Right? Because you're, you're tuning into somebody else talking. Well, and it's the be different. We're hoping, yeah. you know, we, something is different. Yeah. A lot of meaning behind yeah. the word. Like we hope our podcast is different than others. We yep. hope we are encur- encouraging you to be different. We try to live our marriage different. We try to raise our kids in a different type setting than uh, what the world says. And uh, we are just thankful you're, you are here. One thing that we've been talking about the last few, few weeks is the air fryer. Yes. We have to keep talking about it. <laughs> you have responded. People love hearing updates on the air fryer. Yes. It's going well. It's going. We're it's, using it's it. It's almost like it's a, like a puppy. Like, hey, how's your new life with the air fryer? Yeah. It's going well. Yeah. It's, we still have it. Haven't returned it. No, and we we've gotten it off of the the shelf several times. And I and I will I will brag on you. You clean that sucker up right away. Well, like you, yeah. You just get after it and you clean it, put it right back, and you don't let it cluster the, that, I'm, the countertop. I'm fearful. I'm fearful that you're going to say, "Hey, let's return it. We're not using it enough." So I got to keep it clean. <laughs> it has helped out. We've had some late nights recently for, with baseball, and I think it was I don't know what night it was, but we, how what are we going to do for dinner, supper, or whatever you want to call it? And our son said, can we make cheese sticks, mozzarella sticks in the air fryer? And we threw some in there and... There was. I mean, he was happy. He, I mean, that was that was the reason why we bought it for that moment He even gave you an order on a sticky on note. On a sticky note. It had how many cheese sticks, mozzarella sticks they wanted and how many uh, cheese curds they wanted. <laughs> it was a straight up fried cheese type of night for the kids. For the kids. Speaking of kids, our son had a birthday yesterday. He turned nine. Yes. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, which we drop new episodes each Tuesday, he turned nine. It was it was a big day. He he had a lot of baseball in his. Uh, he had baseball party on Sunday, wiffle ball party, and then he had games yesterday. Uh, really cool thing that we did uh, with uh, a youth program here in Kansas City. 
and I don't think that and he had baseball camp. Baseball camp. It yeah. was like a full day in summer's here, and I don't think he might. I don't think. Uh, I don't think he cared about the heat. No, the heat, uh, so for some reason the heat does not. But if he's sitting at a track meet, oh, what do we? How, how much longer? How much longer? How much longer? Do any of you have kids like that <laughs> out there? That I mean, everybody's hot, everybody's miserable, but you always you always have one that that you can be there for three minutes. Like how much longer? It's like, well, we told you we'd be here for like an hour. Well, yesterday we were at a, a nursery, right? A, a, it's called the grass pad, and there was a mom and her two sons. And they had a cart and the one kid was sitting at the end of the cart. You could just see the disgust on his face. And uh, we had the windows down and I heard the kid say to his mom, how much longer? And she said, well, we just started. And I thought every family has a case. Every family has a case. So <laughs> we if, love him. We love if him you, so much. If you were the case in your family growing up, we love you because <laughs> we appreciate you. You're special. There are some things that he does really well that we are so grateful for. And there's some other things he doesn't do as well, but that's everybody. <laughs> Our daughter's the same way. Yes. You throw her in a, 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 a change of a routine and her world falls apart. Yes. Kason, he just goes with the flow. Yeah. But that's, that's the beauty of having children. We didn't talk about today's podcast is not about children, no. but we wanted to wish yeah. him a happy birthday. Yeah. Not that he ever listens to the podcast, but we love you Kason. Happy birthday. Uh, you mean the world to us. You completed our family. Yep. And you are a joy to parent. And we are so grateful that, that Jesus gave you to us. And that's the way that we always pray of like, so thankful that we are responsible for him. And uh, he's nine, he's halfway. Yeah. Oh my ne- gosh. Next year's double digits. Halfway to 18. Huh? I didn't even think about oh. that until right now. Oh. oh dear. All right. Well, let's get going. Oh, well, air fire update. The, the, the cheese sticks. Is that it? I think, yeah. that, I think that's the only update for the week. Yeah, Still going I mean, strong. Well, One thing that you realized uh, we did do a we did a, a bonfire this week last week. Uh, I don't know what night that was, mm-hmm. but you brought the air fryer outside. Of course, and you made French fries outside. Yeah, why not? It was wonderful. W- why not? I mean, we did take, hot hot dogs and French fries. Take the air fryer with you guys. If you, yeah, take it take it with you. <laughs> I mean, it's, it would have been much easier to open a bag of chips, but hey, let's <laughs> use that air fryer. <laughs> I want to get, I want to get used to it. I want to get, I want to perfect it. So that way, because I, I a bought big, a, I bought a cookbook. You bought me a cookbook Yeah. and it has all of these recipes to, add to our shelf of cookbooks and there, I can make a roast in it. Brian. I don't believe it. Roast with potatoes and carrot. I, that's what the cookbook says. So I'm going to someday master a roast in the air fryer. You have determined that the middle shelf is not very good. No. We, we bought the XL. If you listened to the first episode about the, po- about the, not the podcast, the air fryer, we bought one. We joked about taking it back. We did take it back <laughs> because we got a bigger one, but we got it for the same price as a smaller one. But the bigger one has three shelves. Instead of a basket. Instead of a basket. And it has a front door instead of a drop down yeah. hatch. And you, you're not a big fan of the middle no. shelf. No. So if you but ha- I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. If you have that air fryer and you have mastered the middle, middle shelf. Let us know. It's info at anguishhearts.com. You can send <laughs> Shayla an email and let her know. Or if you have any issues within your marriage, you can also email that same email. <laughs> or if you would like us to speak at your church, look at all the plugs look, look I'm throwing in there. We are going to dive into a series again. Did I say that out loud? I can't, series. Take, I can't take that back. Uh, you responded. You enjoyed the series that we did a few couple weeks ago that we wrapped up guarding your marriage and we're going to do a new another series right now it's three weeks maybe four we're heading to the end of season four Mm -hmm. 
season three. Season three. Sorry, I'm. We're heading into (laughs) season four. We're wrapping up season three. Hard to believe. And this is episode nine. So we have nine, ten, eleven, twelve. We have four to go. We are for sure doing a series the next three weeks. Yes. Maybe four. Maybe four, if we can grab another topic. But here's what we're going to talk about. The theme of the series is it's not what you think. And we're going to talk today specifically about a relationship with Jesus. Following Jesus is not what you think. And and so it's interesting, Shayla, as we talked about this topic, because there are going to be listeners that right now are going, hmm? what, what, what do you mean? I'm going to keep listening. And there's some of you that go, oh, I know what following Jesus is all about. Like you legit know, and like you're all in. And we're going to give some affirmation to you. But there's also some of you that are saying, oh, I know what following Jesus is like. And you're going to go, I don't like that Mm -hmm. because it's something that happened in a childhood or something that happened at a church or something that happened in a former season of your life. And we just want to encourage you today to to have an open mind to listen as you listen to this podcast and really challenge yourself. Is it what I think it is? Is that an accurate yeah. introduction to yeah. today? I, I do you like, like that? I do like it. So we're not going to jump into a ton of scripture. We're going to throw, we're going to talk, there's one passage in particular we want to talk about in, in Galatians, and we'll get to that in a moment. But really, when you think about the word Jesus, Shayla, I think for some people, well, everybody, it, it, it provokes an emotion. Somebody who's been in the church a long time, somebody who has no idea what the church is, I would say most people in the world when you say the word, say the name Jesus, it it, it provokes some sort of emotion, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you you know a little bit about, or you have heard about who Jesus is. Maybe a baby Jesus in a manger. Uh, you know. Maybe Jesus that's still up on the cross. Right. Maybe still in a tomb. I mean, it, there's something. A right? religious man. Yeah. A teacher. A carpenter. Uh, somebody who is in a uh, an old character in a, an old book. You know the Bible, so let's let's talk through what what does following Jesus look like, and we've t- and this is something we've talked about throughout the podcast. So this is like no brand new topic for us. But the beauty about us and our ministry is we're all about Jesus. Mm-hmm. So there are times that on the podcast we might not mention the name Jesus at all, and there's some podcasts that we might talk about him the whole time. Today is a day that we're going to talk about him the whole time. So if this is not what you want to listen to today, we just want to we just want to encourage you keep listening. Yeah. Don't, don't close your ears. Don't have a jaded opinion of what, of who Jesus is. We want you to be challenged and then, and then maybe chew on it after the podcast. Mm -hmm. Is that accurate? Yeah. Because Brian, you and I know that like one encounter, one small encounter with Jesus changes everything. Everything. We say that over and and over. And you might be listening and this might be your encounter. Today might be the day. You might be listening and say, I don't like what they are saying but dot 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 i'm i'm going to listen and i'm going to chew on that for a couple of maybe it's days maybe it's weeks maybe it's month but we're here to tell you that in, in when you step into a relationship with G- jesus when you have that first encounter everything changes yeah everything i, I agree I, I i'm reminded of a story at uh, an old neighbor that we had and they had a, a, a young boy. He, uh, I think he was still in diapers. And, and I made the comment something about where is he going to school in a couple of years. And he said, oh, well, he's going to go to, I think it was a private Catholic school. And he said, because, you know, kids need that stuff. 
and that stuck that has stuck with me that's probably 16 13 years 14 i i don't know how it's been a long time yeah. but it stuck with me and i thought no i know i know it's been at least within the past 15 years because of my story and following jesus but i remember thinking you have it backwards your four-year-old three-year-old if he's in diapers two-year-old whatever it was your son doesn't yet yes your son needs jesus but ultimately you as a leader of your home you need jesus Mm -hmm. but the way he said it's like oh well kids need that stuff like what what stuff right because i think we have this idea that that following jesus is for kids because you hear the stories in the bible and a lot of times churches get it wrong because they wrap these stories around uh i mean think about like what about the nursery that has noah's ark decorations like is that really a like a babe like a baby's room story like the it's flood kind of a, a really dark time in the bible everybody <laughs> except the people on the boat but hey let's put all of the animals up on the wall and you know put this giant ark on the on the wall for this nursery and i get it i mean it's a, you know it's, it's that zoo theme or whatever but my, my my point is this you have all these stories in the bible that in sunday school they portray all these stories and they're accurate and they're real and they're true but they they put them in the light of like a children's yeah experience you know where i'm going with that yeah i do but brian i also think that we live in a society where adults that are parents are are so busy that it's somebody else's responsibility to teach them morals teach them and i think that's but, where it ties to it's like the moral part of i'll say religion i won't even say christianity yet i'll just say people have this idea of religion of of rules or doing things right mm-hmm. is that but but i think what what adults do is like if if my child goes to a private christian school they're going to turn out better than a kid in public school because they're going to stay out Maybe of trouble protect them from the world you know, protect them from the world and again this is not a debate about private or christian no. schools but it, it it's it's a reflection on how we or you as the parent view Jesus view Jesus yeah. and, and not how, even as a parent just as a person yeah but then how you are are influencing your children right you know if if your view on Jesus is different than my view Brian we're going to have kids that are confused mm-hmm. right and so you know I, I think that we we live in a society where it's like okay my kids are in a you know a private Christian school. They're good. We we don't have time for church on a Saturday or a Sunday. At least they're getting it during the week, and they're going to be better off than those kids that aren't getting Jesus every week. And yeah, we're good. You know. And I, and I will challenge you. I, I don't even think it's that thought of they're going to get Jesus. I think it's that thought they're going to get the religious experience. It, religious experience. Yeah. Right. The 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 set of rules. The moral. The moral rules. Mm-hmm. When I think of, of following Jesus, I'm, I'll use my own story. When I think of who Jesus was or is, the name Jesus before I became a follower, it was very, oh yeah, I get that, I understand that. When in, in reality, I didn't understand that. Mm. You know, we most of us listening to this podcast grew up probably pretty normal United States, right? I know we have some listeners overseas and uh, specifically in Africa. Um, but even I know and the people that listen there, we even know in their culture, like they're brought up in the church, mm-hmm. in, in a, a, around the church. But what happens in that you get, you get really saturated by the name Jesus. It's like, oh yeah, he's there. He's around. Like 
I know of him, but I don't know him. And that's the, that's the disconnect that most people, when they hear the word Jesus, the people that go, uh, uh, I'm glad that works for you, but I'm not really into religion. That's the, that's what it is. They know of him, mm-hmm. but they don't know him. They haven't experienced who Jesus is. They haven't is. experienced him. Yeah. And here is why we live in a very easy world. Now, let me say this. We know for some of you, it's been extremely difficult. The last 15 months with COVID have been extremely difficult. Some of you have lost your jobs. You've lost, lost loved ones. You've been sick. Uh, we know people that listen to this podcast have been through nasty divorces in the last 12 months, 18 months, 24 months. We know that there are, there are couples that have lost children, lost uh, miscarriages. We get that you have had difficult things in your life. But when you step back and go, we've had it pretty easy. What I mean by that is most of us have food on the table. Most of us have had a roof over our head. Most of us have had opportunity to work or education We've had it pretty easy. Would you agree yeah. with that? So what happens when, when we've had it easy, we don't need something to be our savior because we are acting as our own God. Mm. We, we don't need another God because we are our own God. And so we think, I don't, need, I don't need Jesus because I can do this on my own. And we go through life, we go through life, we go through life. And then somewhere along the way, you realize you, realize you can't do this on your own. And some of you are in that season right now. You're like, I don't know what's going on. It is chaos. I thought I had control, but I have zero control. Yeah. And here's what we know from visiting places like Africa in the middle of nowhere where they don't have running water. They don't have electricity. They don't have air conditioning in the summer. They don't have uh, the, the, the nice, I don't even say nice, the luxury that we have in the United States. And these people are passionately following Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I, I came back from Africa the first time 10, 11 years ago, long, I don't know, nine years ago, whatever it was. And I told you, we think we live by faith here in the United States as Christians. We live by logic. Mm. Those people live by faith. You remember me saying yeah, that? Yeah. And I know that's true because we experienced it again when we went in Af- yeah. to Africa uh, as a family a few years ago. When you have nothing, you rely on Jesus for everything. Yeah. And sometimes that's nothing as in food on the table. Mm. Sometimes that's nothing when a marriage is falling apart. Let me say that again. When you have nothing, Jesus is everything. Mm-hmm. And until you realize you really are nothing by yourself, Jesus will only be something that fits into your back pocket and you pull them out when you need them. Yeah, Brian, I think, I mean, you make such a great point when, when you have had that encounter with Jesus, when you have experienced Jesus, it's hard to put it into words, right? When, when you have hit your lowest of lows, when you have absolutely nothing, when you're not worshiping yourself and you, you literally put out your hands and release it and say, okay, God, you're going to have to take blank, right? You're going to have to take my anxiety. You're going to have to take my marriage and, and letting God work and putting your trust in Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Like y- y- you might think like, this is the craziest thing I've ever done, but I'm going to challenge you. Try it. You know, what do you have to lose? No, the craziest thing you've ever done is step out on your wife Yeah. or step out on your husband or 
left your kids to somebody else or whatever it might be, right? Mm-hmm. Shayla, make a good point. A lot of people say, oh, I believe in God and they're okay talking about God. But the moment you say the word Jesus, mm-hmm. those letters, J-E-S-U-S, for some reason cause people to cringe. Yeah. They're okay thinking about God. Yeah. Oh, sure. There's a God. He's out there. But the moment you say Jesus, like you said, it changes everything. It changes everything. Good or good or good or bad. Mm-hmm. Either way. Because we know and we and what we believe is that God created each one of us to live in a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And because of sin, it separated us from God. And so God, in order to bring that full circle back to him, he had to send a sacrifice. And so that's why when we don't have a relationship with Jesus, we continue to try to do things on our own to earn our way mm-hmm. and, and to, to climb that ladder until it's so exhausting we can't do it anymore. Yeah. Brian, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to um, the story that you talked about with the neighbor, right? Um, you know, when, when we are parenting our children, they are constantly watching us. They, they <laughs> There have been times, Brian, I'm like, Kason is definitely your son. He has this laser focus. I just did it to you yesterday. You know, I always put like blinders on my eyes and put my head down because that's, you know, that's a great trait that you have. And Kason has that trait too, but he's constantly watching you, right? Um, Addie's constantly watching me, but both kids are watching us. They're watching how we, we are in our marriage. They are watching us worship on a Saturday or a Sunday. They're, they're, and they're soaking it in Their Their brain is just a sponge and they're absorbing everything. And I think that, you know, as parents, this is our time to shine. We don't have to have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. You know, there has been some situations in our family, Brian, where our kids come to us and say, but this isn't fair. I thought because w- we are followers of Jesus, we wouldn't have bad times. And, and we, we've been able to parent through those moments, right? Of saying, you know, Addie and Kason, you're right. This sucks. This hurts. This isn't fair. But God didn't promise us a super easy road as a follower of Jesus. And and I think as as parents, and if you're a parent right now, Stop and think, how are you modeling Jesus in your family? Yeah. And, you know, we, we've had a couple of rough weeks. I've not modeled Jesus in my family. You know, the school was ending, Memorial weekend was coming and our schedule is crazy and tension was high. And, and, and my, my mouth, my actions, my laser eyes, you know, whatever it is as a mom was not reflecting who Jesus is in my life. And I think that, you know, sometimes as parents, you could say, well, you know, I screwed up, I screwed my kids up, you know, but those are teachable moments. And I, I think that we, we have to sit down as a family and talk about those things and it all circles back to Jesus. You know, when, when tragedy has struck in your family, when hard times have come, when maybe you have to have this hard conversation of, Hey, we have to move because, you know, we've lost a job or, you know, job is, you know, job is changing. Those moments are teachable moments for our kids to rely on Jesus Mm -hmm. and, and have their Jesus theirs and not 
their Jesus who our Jesus is. And I know that sounds weird, but you know, I I want for our kids to say, you know what? My Jesus is enough for me and whatever it might be. Maybe it's a baseball game, you know, last night, maybe it's a track meet coming up. That's, you know, potentially entering into the junior Olympics, a little bit of pressure there, a little bit of pressure. But, but as parents, we have got to just stop and think, how are we shining Jesus through us to our kids? Um, and it's hard. And Brian, you talked about like the 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 story of the the kid who went to a private Christian school, and and I don't want our listeners to go, well, you know, I'm screwed if our kids in public school. You know, I I, I don't want that to sound weird. But yeah, for the record, our kids are in public school. Yeah, decision we've made. And and I love. We have some really good friends who their kid is in a private Christian school, but their his mom and dad are shining the light of Jesus every day. Not not saying, oh, well, he he gets that there. Yeah. So I just wanted to clarify that. Like we as parents are, it's our responsibility for, for our kids to understand who Jesus is from us, you know? And, and I think even as a husband and wife, if you don't have kids, this is a great point to start to share who Jesus is in, in your life, Brian, because you experienced Jesus in, in our story, you experienced Jesus months before I was willing to, to let Jesus back into my life. Mm-hmm. And, and you were on fire and you were like rocking and rolling. And I was still holding on to the worldly things because I, I thought that I could control, I could control my thoughts, my feelings, my actions. Um, but it wasn't until I let go and let Jesus really reshape my heart, you know, and, and come in and just do a deep cleanse. And man, there is so much freedom in that. And, 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 you know, in all reality, control can be an addiction, Brian, you know, when, when, when I was in the mode of like, I'm going to control our marriage, I'm never going to let another affair happen. I'm never going to let Brian loose. I'm never. And I tried to control everything. It became very, an addictive behavior of mine, but I wasn't letting Jesus take over. Because the more that, more you, you acted that way, had those thoughts, it, it built on itself. Yeah. It was, it was like, it, it was a snowball. Yep. And and every time it rolled down a little bit more, it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it was like feeding the monster. Yep. And, and, and it was suffocating. So if you're listening today, man, like uh, again, where is Jesus at in your life? You know? So we'll go, yeah, go back to the question. Is he in your back pocket where you just pull him out? Like, Hey, Jesus, okay, I'm I kind of, yeah, I, I kind of need right help now. here. Right. Mm-hmm. Is he somebody that when you wake up every morning, he's on the forefront of your brain, right? And you're like, I want more of Jesus. I want more of Jesus. I want more of Jesus. Your, your, your tribe, the people that you're around, um, it's, it's Jesus, right? Um, you know, who, who is Jesus in your life? If you're a listener and you're like, I really don't know who Jesus is. That's okay. Keep listening, right? Find somebody who who can pour into you and share who Jesus is. All that is so, so good. And it goes back to the question, who do you think Jesus is, right? I mean, the whole the whole theme over the next few weeks is it's not what you think, right? Um, 
to some people. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole idea is we, we are we are pointing to a very specific group of people, the ones who are thinking, I don't have, I want nothing to do with Jesus. Whoever, if, if that's you, I, I I was in your shoes. I went to a Christian college and I had I wanted nothing to do with this idea of of being a Christian or or following Jesus. I didn't even know what that meant, but because I thought it, it, I thought you had to live within this box. We talk a lot about Christianity that people think you have to live within a box. And all I know is I was completely chained to things in my past. Mm. I was completely chained to an addiction. I was completely chained to my behavior, but I didn't know how to get out. And I, I, I'm reminded, and this is one of the passages we're going to talk about today in Galatians. It's Galatians 5. And in 5.13, I, I love this verse. It says, you, my brothers and sisters, this is Paul talking to the, the people of Galatia. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. Hmm. Is it any clearer than that? You were called to be free. You were not called to be in bondage. You were not called to be in chains. You were called to be free. But he goes on, he says, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. So hmm. it's not like, hey, here's some freedom that's offered to you through Jesus, but but don't take that freedom and abuse it mm-hmm. and abuse it, right? Don't take right. that freedom and go, well, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to act whatever I want. And this isn't about being a rule follower, doing things you can't can't do and doing things that you can do. It, it's but, but he goes on to say, but rather serve one another humbly in love for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the spirit, which when we invite Jesus into our, into our life and to be our Lord and savior, we're inviting his spirit to, to lead us. So walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Mm. That is the key piece mm-hmm. to following Jesus. Yeah. Has nothing to do about, to do with what are you doing right? Um, what things um, are you, are you not doing anymore? But it, but it, it's talking about you, you no longer want to do what your flesh desires. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. So they can't, they can't act. They can't be together. They can't be together. It's yeah. one or the other. You're either living by the flesh or living by the spirit. They are in conflict with each other so that you are, you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Mm. So it goes back to Old Testament about the law of, hey, if you, you had to do these things to be in the presence of God. Well, God destroyed all that when he sent Jesus. He's like, there, there's no more law. Jesus is the law. Jesus is the one. When you accept him, you invite him. He is the one that that invites you into a relationship with God. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual morality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Mm. That list includes all of us, mm-hmm. right? Things that we go through, things that you talked about, the laser eyes with the kids, the short temper, the, uh, the, the, the tongue, right? I mean, these are things that I've experienced too. We, we all do because yeah. we're, we're, we're in the flesh, but if we live by the spirit, we no longer have those desires. And it goes on to say, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such things. There is no law. Here's the key. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the spirit, let us keep in step with the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Again, verse 24, 
Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So that is what following Jesus is all about. All about, yeah. We die to self and we live for Christ. And we invite him in. He gives you new life. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone. Like it is, it is, it is like night and day. Mm-hmm. There is no gray. It is, you are one way. You invite Jesus in. You are another way. You are a new creation. And some of you, that's exactly where you are at today. You need a new beginning. You need a fresh start. You need a reboot. And you said at the beginning, an encounter with Jesus changes everything. And today could be that encounter. Yeah. As we head towards the finish line here, you mentioned something, uh, kind of glossed over it about when things become difficult. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me life is not easier with Jesus. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? Life is different. It's, it's more manageable. Life is better. Life is better. Yeah. But it's not easy because when you are doing life with Jesus, you're not alone. You're not alone. And the, the hard times are still going to come, right? The, the disasters, the sometimes even harder. Yes. And it is so hard to explain that when you're going through that hard time, when you find out your spouse has stepped out on your marriage and, and you are on empty, you are exhausted. Yeah, because you're like, what do you mean? I've been following Jesus. I've been a Christian. Yeah. I've been going to church. I've been doing the right yeah. things. Like, what do you, why God? Yeah. Why God? Why God? But, but the, the thing that I want you to hold on to today is the things of this world whether it is um, money, it's a job, it's a, a new car, the things of this world will, will pass away, but Jesus will remain. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I love that you said that. He will remain faithful. He will remain true. He will remain your rock no matter what you are going through there there really is no other there is no other name but Jesus he is the name above all names he is the the prince of peace he is the mighty counselor he will be the one that will give you life and hope so there's one more one more passage i want to share it's out of john this is jesus's words the, the words are in red mm, red letters anytime they're in red means what listen up listen up because they are the words of jesus it says this in john sixteen thirty three. Uh, this is probably my favorite passage in all of scripture i have told you these things that in me you may have peace this is jesus talking when you have when you are living with jesus inside of you you have peace in this world you will have trouble mm. but take heart I have overcome the world. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Jesus was crucified on a cross on a Friday. He went into a tomb. It was completely dark on Saturday. There was no more hope. But on Sunday, on the third day, he came out of that grave. And because he came out of that grave, you have hope. Yep. Because he came out of that grave, you have new life. Because he came out of that grave, your marriage can be restored. Because he came out of that grave, you can overcome that addiction. Because he came out of that grave, your kids are going to come home. Because he came out of that grave, you can wake up tomorrow. Shit, this last week has been extremely hard Hmm. for a lot of people that we love dearly. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that we're part of Life Church. Uh, We're part of the North Kansas City, the Northland campus, and the Overland Park campus. It's it's, uh, 
the Kansas side of, of Kansas City, uh, the Overland Park campus, lost their campus pastor a week ago, Danny Duran. And uh, while we didn't know Danny directly, we had met him a couple times, once or twice, he impacted us. Mm-hmm. Because Danny was the one that said yes to launch Overland Park. And because Overland Park launched, Life Church grew in Kansas City. Northland was, was birthed out of Overland Park, and we could become part of Life Church. But here's why we have been impacted by Danny. Danny's best friend is our campus pastor, Jay Porter. Jay and Kaylee are some of our closest friends. This week has been hard. Yeah. 41 years old. He left three kids under the age of 12. Left his wife. Unexpected death. Woke up on a Tuesday morning. Things were normal. And he was gone. And showed navigating the last week with some of those friends that we, we love so dearly. I've said this to them. If it's all true, and I believe it 100%, if it's all true, then we have to trust that he is in a place where there are streets of gold. Mm-hmm. He is in the presence of Jesus. Because Jesus gives us life here, but Jesus also gives us eternal life. Yeah. Because he says, when you believe in me, I'll be with you forever. Danny is in the presence of God because of who Jesus is. Danny said yes to Jesus. And because of that, he is in the presence of God. It is peace beyond understanding for the people that we love that in a time that's probably the most difficult thing a lot of people have ever gone through, yeah. there is still hope and there is a supernatural peace through this. Yeah. That is what an encounter with Jesus does for you. What I love about our friends is is they are not giving up on Jesus, right? That's right. They didn't say, well, because, because of this. Because of this, yep. yeah. Um, and and I think that that's that's where we 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 hold the faith, right? That it's all true. That it's all true, and and we 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 know difficult times are coming. Maybe your season is right now. But, but we know that you're not alone. Because Jesus says it. Take because, heart. Yeah. Jesus tells us that I've in Scripture. I've overcome the world. And, and I, th- I think about, you know, this last week and how when tragedy struck, right, everybody had a moving piece in the last week in whatever capacity. Some were visible somewhere behind the scenes and 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 that's where you know I said earlier in this podcast surround yourself with people that love Jesus as much as you do because they will be there that when you feel like you cannot continue on anymore they're going to be there to help pick up the pieces and again they're not fixing anything they're continuing to push you closer to Jesus yeah because he he will fix it. And, and I think, again, we live in a society where we want to go to Target and buy peace off of the shelf. And you can't. We want to go to Lowe's and, and buy the lumber to build peace. Peace. And, and, and you, you can't. can't. But but you can invite Jesus into your, your, your world, your heart, and peace is there. And again, hard times come, right? I, I think back to this last week and... It, it sucked, Brian. I mean, the emotions were high, but not one person 
said, because of my friend's death, I don't believe in Jesus. That's right. They said, no, Jesus, come and heal our broken that's hearts. Right. That's right. And, and so that's where we're at today. Like, who is Jesus in your life? What where you, is he yeah. at? What do you think when you hear the name Jesus? Did you hear and learn about him when you were a kid and you're like, yeah, I kind of a, maybe stepped aside and followed my own path. That's okay. But maybe today's your encounter where he's you inviting step you back. back. Yeah. Yeah. He's inviting you back. We're all in need of some, of a savior. Mm-hmm. We're all in need of what Jesus brings. It's up to each one of us to accept it. And I can tell you this, we are not our own savior. Brian, you are not the savior for me. I am not the savior for you in, in our marriage, right? Mm-hmm. We're not the savior for our kids. We're here to shepherd our kids so they love Jesus, Jesus passionately. So they understand who the savior really is. Yeah. And that's what we're here to help you and encourage you today. If you've got questions about that, if you have not made that decision to follow Jesus yet, let today be the day for you. Mark it on the calendar as a, as a rebirth day message us on instagram facebook send us an email info at anguishhearts.com we there's nothing more important in our ministry with this podcast than this message right here jesus because an encounter with jesus changes everything changes everything what are you going to do with jesus leave him in the back pocket or let him be your lord and savior we love you so grateful that you're part of our community if this podcast encouraged you today please share it if somebody you know does not know Jesus, share it. This is the one that you share with them. Yeah. That's all you have to say. You yeah. don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to defend our ministry, defend us, defend our podcast. Just say, listen. I, I think you should listen to this and let them take 40 minutes to listen to this podcast. And maybe today, maybe this podcast is the one for them yeah. that opens their heart, opens their eyes to relationship with Jesus. And, and again, If you're listening right now and you're getting a tug on your soul and on your heart, it is Jesus knocking at the door saying, let me in. Don't ignore that. Mm. Don't ignore it. Jesus, I invite you into my heart. I invite you into my life. Forgive me for my sins. I have fallen short from this day forward. I will follow you in Jesus name. Amen. That's it. That is the prayer. There's nothing special. There's nothing magical. You don't have to go to church. You don't have to read the Bible. Just invite him into your life with those simple words. Believe it with your mouth. Confess your sins. And you will be saved. Scripture tells us that. It is a promise. We will see you back here next Tuesday for a new episode. We are going to continue this series about it's not what you think. Next week, we're going to talk about church. Mm. We've got some great stories to talk about church. I know we talked about church a few weeks ago. Is church really important? So it's not exactly that same podcast episode along the same lines. But we want you thinking about church. When you hear the word church, what comes to mind? Yeah. It's not what you think. Come back next week. Thankful for you. If you are a first-time listener, hit that subscribe button right now. If you already subscribed, thank you. We couldn't do this without you. This week, as you do life, as you struggle through whatever you're struggling through, as you are rejoicing with the victories, whatever you're doing this week, as we end every week, don't forget to be different. 